This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I'm your fearless leader, Clay Travis. You might notice that I'm a little bit later than I usually go today. I just hopped off Fox News, then put on a t-shirt so I wouldn't overwhelm people by being in a suit and, uh, or a suit jacket and a, um, and, uh, and, and, and a button down. So I'm back in my t-shirts, back in my comfort gear. Uh, and we got a lot to talk about um, because the continued fallout of this unprecedented FBI raid on Donald Trump's private residence at Mar-a-Lago, we finally got a little bit of information. And I say a little bit in this context. Uh, Merrick Garland just spoke 40 minutes late. If you listen to the Clay and Buck show, Uh, You know, we were hoping to handle and hear this. Uh, He was scheduled to speak at 2.30 Eastern, didn't come out till around 3.10, did not say very much, spoke for less than five minutes. Biggest takeaway was Merrick Garland, let it be known, he personally approved the warrant that was filed in South Florida that allowed the FBI agents to raid Mar-a-Lago. And I want to talk about this raid and I want to discuss it in a larger context, but I want to start right here with what we learned in that press conference. There's also going to be a motion filed to allow some of the warrant to be publicly uh, disseminated, read, uh, analyzed, all those things. But what we know 100% based on that press conference for the first time is that this investigation is being directly led by Attorney General Merrick Garland. And Merrick Garland is the hand-selected head of the Department of Justice by Joe Biden. And I just want to discuss the larger context here. This is me putting on my legal hat for you. This is Banana Republic third world level crazy, okay? And I want you to follow along with me here. We have now the Attorney General of the United States investigating the man that his boss Joe Biden ran against in 2020 and may well run against in 2024 because Donald Trump is the leading contender to be the Republican nominee in 2024. And Attorney General Merrick Garland is conducting an investigation that may allow him, I want you to think about this for a minute, that may allow him to bring charges which would challenge and or severely curtail the political legitimacy of his boss's top rival for the presidency. This is crazy. And sometimes I feel like I need to take crazy pills because what immediately occurs to me is A.G. Merrick Garland cannot head up this investigation of Donald Trump at all. There needs to be an independent counsel from outside of Joe Biden's Department of Justice investigating Donald Trump if this is a true criminal investigation that could lead to charges. And if that is going on, there's no way that Merrick Garland should be in charge of that investigation because he is conflicted out 
as many different ways as I could possibly imagine. But the primary one is you can't allow the head legal officer of the chief rival of Donald Trump to be conducting an investigation of Donald Trump. This is really what happens in third world countries where if you lose an election, not only do you lose an election, your opponent puts you in jail and your family in jail and decides to do a full-on investigation of you. We've never seen anything like this. This is truly without precedent in American judicial history. So how is it that Merrick Garland, now that he has let us know he personally approved the warrant, he is managing this investigation, theoretically, of Donald Trump. If this is a potential criminal investigation, there is no way under the sun that he can be the person who is conducting this investigation. It's indefensible. And I I, I say sometimes I feel like I'm taking crazy pills Maybe there are other people with law degrees pointing this out. I just went on Fox News and said it. I haven't seen anyone else saying this. And again, regardless of what your politics are, take it out of the, uh, the situation here with this investigation of Trump. Would you think it was fair if Donald Trump were president right now and we expected for Joe Biden to be his running opponent in 2024, for Donald Trump to have his attorney general leading an investigation of Joe Biden and his family. Now, trust me, I'll talk about this in a minute. I think Joe Biden and his family have done multiple things that are worthy of felony charges, just based off Hunter Biden's laptop standing alone. But how in the world can you justify Attorney General Merrick Garland leading this investigation. It's really through the looking glass level Alice in Wonderland absurd. And if Trump were investigating, if Trump were president right now and his attorney general had been investing, uh, investig- uh, investigating Joe Biden, Everybody out there would have been saying, my goodness, we can't even allow this to occur. And and it upset Trump, but I, I think it's worth mentioning. Trump's own attorney general, who he certainly wasn't happy with, former Alabama Senator Jim Jeffords, recused himself from the Russia collusion investigation because he didn't think he could impartially investigate that situation. And that's how we ended up with Robert Mueller in charge of the Trump collusion investigation. And to be fair to Jim Jeffords, when the Mueller report came out, way more people trusted Robert Mueller's investigation into Russia collusion than would have ever trusted Jim Jeffords' investigation into Russia collusion. Now, there was nothing to it, and I understand why Donald Trump was angry that Jim Jeffords didn't just come out and say, this is all total BS. I understand that frustration with your attorney general. Trust me, I do. But nobody really argued with the findings of the Mueller report because he was an independent counsel, because he did a long dive into the investigation of that case. And by the time it came out, Attorney General Barr 
They released a report, said what the findings were, put it into context. But the fact that it was an independent investigation in this era, when I think it's fair to say, I don't know if I trust the Department of Justice. I don't know if I trust the FBI. How in the world, when we're in a 50-50 country, is it considered appropriate for Merrick Garland to be heading up an investigation of his chief political rival? Again, people get mad at me. Believe it. People get mad at me all the time because I'm hyper-rational and I stand on principle and precedent over politics. That gets people mad. Sometimes they're like, Clay, why don't you argue this? Well, no, I'm not going to do that because I want to be able to argue consistently. I want there to be a foundation under which you can hear my opinion and you can agree or disagree with it, but I want it to be consistent over time. Just like, frankly, a judge's opinions have to be consistent over time. And I got to tell you, Democrat, Republican, who's ever in office, the idea that their attorney general would be conducting a criminal investigation of the chief rival of the president should never happen. It ought to be an immediate recusal. Attorney General Merrick Garland, if there's truly a criminal investigation underway for anything with President Trump, should be putting in place a truly independent counsel. That's what should happen. And look, I think the independent counsel statute has all sorts of issues. The Ken Starr report, certainly the investigation of, uh, of Bill Clinton. Um, it's one thing to outsource an investigation of the sitting president from the Department of Justice because there certainly is the uh, appearance of impropriety there. But we've never really seen, to my knowledge... I can't recall ever seeing an opposing Justice Department investigating for criminal charges there would be top rival for the presidency. And the fact that I'm one of the only people that I've seen saying Merrick Garland can't run this investigation, the biggest news that came out of that press conference that he just had was he personally approved the warrants. He is personally uh, involved in the investigation into Donald Trump. Department of Justice can't do this. If they are conducting a criminal investigation right now, he's got to wash his hands of it. There has to be a truly independent investigator brought in, and that person should actually be the person who is investigating Trump, not Joe Biden's hand-picked head of the Department of Justice. So those are my thoughts there. Maybe other people are going to join on now with me and make that argument, Uh, but I would just encourage all of you to think about it outside of the Democrat, outside of the Republican angle, just does it make sense for your biggest political rival to be conducting an investigation of you? Does that seem like it's fair and free of bias? I think every single one of you out there who is being honest and not being your biased yourself would say no. No, that's not uh, logical at all. I mean, take it if you want a sports analogy, if Alabama investigated Auburn, they would find a lot of things wrong with what they were doing in football. If Auburn investigated Alabama, they would find a lot of things wrong that were going on there. When you allow your chief rival to conduct an investigation, no one believes that what they uncover is legitimate in any way. And I just want you to think about that. Just put it in the context of sports. Whoever your biggest rival is. You're a Florida fan. 
Would you accept that Georgia investigating you would lead to uh, a, a fair outcome of that investigation and vice versa? If you're a big Green Bay Packers fan, would you think that the Chicago Bears would conduct a fair investigation of you? If uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers were in charge of investigating the Cleveland Browns, would you be like, oh, you know who I definitely trust if I'm a Steelers, uh, Browns fan? Steelers are going to be really fair to us or vice versa. No, of course not. You need someone who at least has the, uh, uh, the, the possibility to argue that they are unbiased if you are truly going to conduct an investigation into your chief rival. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. I'm Clay Travis, and I'll kick the show. is going to keep right on rolling. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Okay, speaking of the lack of faith and the like lack of trust in the FBI, I just want to be clear right now. I want everybody to listen to me carefully. You can be angry at a judge. You can be angry at a political party. You can be angry at uh, at, at the FBI over this investigation of Donald Trump. Do not behave in any way that is remotely violent or suggestive of anything remotely violent. Every one of you out there, Democrat, Republican, Independent, again, principle and precedent over politics. Do not behave in a way that could be remotely construed as being illegal. You can raise your voice. You can argue vociferously, at least so far. I do that every single day about things that I believe in deeply. But you have to avoid even approaching the line of illegality. Because right now, there is a great desire, a great desire to find scapegoats. And I told you when January 6th happened, I told you that January 6th was wrong, that people who were involved in January 6th deserve to be prosecuted. And I said, it's not going to go away. Because Republicans had one riot, Democrats had months of riots, but the media was going to focus on January 6th, and here we are 18 months later. 
if somebody, and maybe this is going to happen with Cincinnati in the FBI office, somebody out there tries to behave in a violent fashion, you are going to be the scapegoat and you are going to be the face of right-wing extremism and it will turn into the biggest story, not the raid itself. So let me be clear. If you are watching or listening, and I'll give you another sports analogy, Alabama-Auburn. Do you remember when uh, Harvey Updike called into Paul Feinbaum's show and he said that he had poisoned the trees, the oak trees at Auburn? And you know what happened there? I wrote this and I said this on my shows back then. I've met Harvey Updike. I found him to be a totally normal SEC, SEC fan who just went crazy. And I said, every single Alabama football fan out there, when they heard that the Auburn oak trees had been poisoned for just a moment, they said, please don't let it be Cousin Ray. Please don't let it be Uncle Jim Bob. Every single Alabama fan, and you all know this is true, if you are an SEC football fan, for just a moment, anytime somebody does something to a rival, you think in your head, everybody's got a family member who's a little bit too committed to their favorite team, and you thought to yourself, oh, I hope it's not, I hope it's not Cousin Ray. I hope it's not Uncle Jim Bob. Every single Bama fan out there knows that I'm being true. It's not just Bama fans, by the way, although they are uniquely crazy. But if you are an SEC fan and you got a hated rival and somebody was going to do something illegal, everyone out there can think, oh, this is the person in my family that I know might do that. And so, politics, reason why I can easily... How do you go to sports to politics? Well, it's just a team. Right? People have a favorite team. And when you have a favorite team and you are filled with emotion and passion and you don't think that things are being done fairly, sometimes people snap. And so I'm telling you right now, don't snap. Maintain your sanity. Fight with words, not acts of violence, because we still believe in this country, most of us, That words are not crimes, for the most part. That words are not violence. Don't be dumb, all right? And I got to tell you, when I saw Hunter Biden walking up the steps on Air Force One to go away on his dad's vacation, I thought to myself, What an unbelievably embarrassing double finger from this guy to everyone out there who believes in justice impartially rendered. The FBI for over two years has had Hunter Biden's laptop, which is 100% real and filled with easy evidence of many different felonies, including potentially felonies committed by President Joe Biden. But Hunter Biden, at a minimum, could go down and there could be dozens of felony charges against him. Yet the Biden family is so arrogant that Hunter didn't just go on vacation with his dad. He traveled all the way across the country, because remember he's living in some sugar daddy's house out in Malibu. 
he traveled all the way across the country to Washington, D.C. to get on Air Force One and fly to South Carolina for their family vacation. Now, I don't know how many of you go on family vacations. How often do you travel to a city you don't live in to then travel to another city with your family for that vacation? That's what Hunter Biden did. He tra- He could have just flown to South Carolina. No, he had to fly to Washington, D.C. two days after the FBI raided the home of former President Trump so that everybody could get the photo up of him walking right up the steps to get on Air Force One. It was such a double bird to the entire country, even I was aghast at the arrogance embedded in that decision. Hunter Biden, for over two years, the FBI has had a laptop clearly demonstrating that he has committed multiple felonies. And yet the FBI hasn't raided his home, to my knowledge. The FBI has barely even investigated him at all. And he's right there under their noses going right up the steps of Air Force One and hopping right on the plane with his dad two days after 20-plus agents raid Mar-a-Lago at uh, an investigation of President Trump. Um, I mean, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And now the FBI's come out. Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, he was lecturing everybody about the criticism that the FBI's getting. The FBI deserves criticism. Dude, you just investigated a former president who was planning on running for office again and raided his home. That has never happened in the history of the United States. And you don't think at least half of the nation is going to be furious about this? And potentially be saying angry things about the FBI? The FBI brand is awful. You've already been caught lying once before in Russia collusion warrants. The FBI historically, if you actually open a textbook, has been amazingly corrupt. J. Edgar Hoover's FBI was wildly corrupt. Go read all of the illegal taping that they did of the civil rights movement of Martin Luther King of the threats that they made to him. I don't trust the FBI. I especially don't trust this FBI with this president and this Department of Justice. And I suspect the vast majority of you feel the same way. The FBI has no legitimacy in my book right now. I think they're corrupt. I think they're biased. I think they're dishonest. So guess what? The way to cure that is not to raid the home of the former president of the United States. You just exacerbate the tension and the discord that exists in this country. Again, do not behave violently. Don't do anything violent at all. But my goodness, how does Christopher Ray have the temerity, the audacity to lecture all of us? Especially when some of these details matter. What we don't know is in June, the uh, the federal government visited Mar-a-Lago 
Trump came and told them, hey, let me know how I can help you. And then they put a padlock on the door after being told this. This is in June. They provide more documents. And then they don't hear anything at all from the federal government until this raid suddenly happens in August. These details matter. What in the world might be going on that could have led us to this place? Finally, NFL preseason action is underway tonight. Uh, I am planning on kicking back and watching some of that. I'm also taking my boys to the Williamson County Fair. We live just south of town here in Nashville, uh, and the kids want to go out and ride some rides. So we are planning on going to the Williamson County Fair. I am going to be taping my Titans going up against the Ravens. You know, the Ravens have won, I think it's 19 straight preseason games, which is unbelievable. They're going for their 20th straight. Not that you care who wins or who doesn't. But the biggest story, I would say, coming out of the preseason so far is twofold. One, Tom Brady is going to be out of Bucks camp for personal reasons for the next couple of weeks. I hope things are okay in his family. That makes me worry that somebody may not be healthy and there's something going on there that is of particular significance that might be uh, in play. And two, and I'm surprised this hasn't gotten more attention. Obviously, we know that the NFL preseason is totally worthless. But Deshaun Watson, last I've seen, is reportedly going to be starting for the Cleveland Browns, even though he's facing a six-game suspension, potentially a year or more. And there's now discussions coming out of Cleveland that they might try to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Remember, Jimmy Garoppolo is still with the San Francisco 49ers, but they've already moved on to Trey Lance as their starting quarterback. So we don't know where Jimmy G is going to be playing. Maybe the 49ers are holding on to him until somebody gets hurt and somebody needs a quarterback. Uh, That would be my guess as to how they're trying to maximize value. But the 49ers have moved on from Jimmy G. uh, And so that is uh, two different angles. The Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, Jimmy G. I guess three different angles at the quarterback position uh, that are worth paying attention to as we roll into the official. I know we had the Hall of Fame game, but the official start of the NFL preseason this week and this weekend. I appreciate all of you. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. This has been Outkick the Show. I will see you guys tomorrow on the Clay and Buck Show. I'm off now to go work more on the new book that I am writing that will be out next year. Appreciate all of you. Hope you have fantastic Thursday evenings. See y'all.